I'm Alex. And I'm Teddy. And I'm Spencer. And we are the, the Button Mappers. Hey, the Button Mappers. <laughs> It's a, a me. Kirby. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby is the name you should know. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby is the star of the show. It's more than you think. He's in maximum yeah. pink. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby's the one. With that being said, welcome everybody to the Kirby Superstar Map Out. Bringing the big old blob to the to the big screen. Spencer's here. Yep. Uh, this is my first Kirby game I've ever beaten. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> We're all very proud of you, Spencer. Number one button. This is the first eight Kirby games I've ever beaten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should clarify that we're doing um, the original SNES version and not Superstar Ultra on the DS, which added extra stuff that we're not going to be talking about today. That's a great case, I have to say. I like the box art. <laughs> if I had to give the box art award, it would probably go to the DS version. Mine as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, so, so, ditto. I find, this, I, I find this amazing that, 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 that this is your first Kirby game you've beaten, Spencer. Have you not played any other games, really? Like, I know you played 64. I played the 64 one, I, but my I never had it. My friend had it. So I just would, like, oh, play okay. a level or two and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's very slow. That's the only thing I can really remember. It was very slow, and you could combine abilities, which is obviously not in this game, which is fine. But I remember you could combine abilities, and for some reason I was always surprised every time I made a sword, even though it was always probably the same abilities. But I liked it. I just, you know... It had a really fun multiplayer mode. It was like a painting thing yeah. or something. So have you played any of the Kirby games? This is it. Oh, wow. What, what about you, Teddy? What's your Kirby experience? I've had a lot of them over the years. But it's weird because I don't know if like I hear about a Kirby game and I get super excited. I almost just play it out of obligation. Because I know it's going to be a good game. I know it's consistent and it's fun. I worry sometimes it's too much of a quote-unquote floaty platformer. Yeah, Kirby's never been one of those franchises that, that comes out and like everybody's like, yeah, Kirby, gotta get it day one. But it's always like, you know, it's it's like it's consistent. You know, it's like, I know I'm gonna play a Kirby game. You know, at least have some fun. Mm-hmm. This one has a lot of fun, and I'm very curious to see how the map out goes. There's, I guess, nine distinct modes, but we're just gonna talk about the primary ones. And I think there's a lot to unpack here. There is, and this is interesting because this is like, like amongst the Kirby fan base, I believe this is like known as like the best Kirby game, which I don't know if I entirely agree with, but we'll see how that impacts the map out. The best Kirby game that seems pretty hard to swallow. <laughs> I th I think it, I think a lot of that just comes, you know, it, it, it's just because it's the Super Nintendo one. Alex, did that Kirby seriously go over your head? Oh, I know it didn't, but. I was just moving on. <laughs> I, I think the best conditions to, you know, really take it are in our inhale. 
Kirby's Kirby's pink. <laughs> well, there I gotta go. say, it's my first Kirby game. This one was pretty easy to stomach. Man, Spencer, you're pretty mouthy today. <laughs> well, I just hope you don't make me eat my words. <laughs> I see that he has a lot of abilities today. Well, I do a lot out. of things. I edit. I, 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 I hope I, this map out doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> or on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lord. Speaking of suck, the first stage in Kirby <laughs> Superstar. Um, Teddy, it's the first game. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Alex. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, I, sure. I just, I right, just so the to, first. I just oh, want to interrupt you. you. That's all. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you for interrupting. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Mario sixty four map out all over again. I got PTSD. Oh, yeah, it's all coming back. <laughs> So the first game in Super Mario... Damn it. <laughs> you fucked me up. <laughs> Super Mario All-Stars. <laughs> what is this game? There's a game for Mario Luigi called Superstar. Superstar Saga. And then this is Kirby Superstar. And I always think this is Kirby Superstar Saga. Isn't that like the DS one? No, Ultra. it's, it's uh, Superstar Ultra. What's the difference? Well, Saga is like a... Three, mo three modes. One story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The first game in Kirby Superstar Ultra, I'm going super scripted now, is Spring Breeze. Boys? It was a, it was a breeze, all right. Did so, you spring okay. through it? Some history for this one. Apparently, this is a remake of Kirby's Dreamland? Yes, I would it call is. it a re Reimagining. Reimagining. Re okay, what's the difference? Because I've never played Kirby's Dreamland. Color. It's more condensed, it's in color, and they've taken out some of the bosses. And you also have the abilities that Kirby's developed over oh, the library. That's a good point. They didn't, they didn't introduce Kirby's ability thing until the NES game Kirby's Adventure. So the Game Boy game did not have that. So that's kind of neat. You so used to have to like inhale stars that the things would create. You know when you're just like blank Kirby, you don't have an ability, and you're like fighting a boss, and then like you have to like say it's Wispy Woods, you have to like shoot apples at the guy. Now you have the ability to not just get abilities, but also copy them and make them a partner and that, and that that was obviously not in not in the original it was just a single player no. game before yeah it was just you were just kirby you couldn't copy abilities you just suck things in and spin them out that was it you just sucked them in and yeah. spin them out yeah there were yeah, no no abilities at all he, he didn't have his iconic ability thing until uh the nes game mm -hmm. oh that's like that's like the one thing that kirby's known for i thought yeah i mean well, obviously the, sucking them in but they, they they made the first game to really be like a super accessible game, like and like you know like anybody can really play it. Um, and I don't know, it's short. The Game Boy game's super short, and I would argue that Spring Breeze is even shorter. I, I think this like... version is really nostalgic if you have played Kirby's Dreamland. You know what's weird is because I played you know, like in Super Smash Brothers the original. They had a stage with those trees on it, and they were blowing. The wind yeah. and everything. So I even I think I had some nostalgia for it, even though I never played it, because I kind of just know the character. So it's kind of cool to just see them in action, you know. Like if if you see them, if there's if you've never seen Star Wars or something, and you're like, oh, okay, this is Han Solo or something. Like, 
You've heard about it. You've, I've heard of those trees. I've heard of the little guys that walk around. So I, I just, it's cool to see them in motion and, and see what they're talking about now. So, Teddy, what's the uh, story? Because like each one of these games have their own story. What's the story of Spring Breeze? Hmm. Well, let me just refer my Wikipedia page here. Um, Kirby must make his way to a castle to challenge King DDD, who has stolen food from the citizens of Dreamland. Unlike the original, Float Islands and Castle Lolo have merged, and Kabula does not appear. So that's not really story. That's the that's the fucking blimp. It's is Kabula. Hmm. That was a fun stage too in Kirby's Dreamland, but I mean I don't think it really matters here. Uh, a big appeal here is just like just the whole nostalgia. A lot of the landscapes are identical. Um, I don't think like just playing the game you'd really pick up on the story. Mm-mm. I think it's interesting, you know, when you get to the end credits. A little spoiler alert is that like Kirby turns into a blimp and steals the castle back. Yeah, he takes all the food back. Mm-hmm. And you go in like a little boxing arena with King DDD. I love the Mario Easter egg in that stage. What? Did you guys not catch that? I don't remember. I didn't on, on, on the very left of the boxing arena where you're fighting King DDD, oh, yeah. Mario, Luigi, uh, Peach, Toad, and Birdo. They're all watching, watching in the audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Was that in the original? Yeah. In Dreamland? Yeah. No, 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 no. no sorry. Did, uh, in, and Superstar. Sorry, I thought you were asking about Superstar. Yes, and Superstar, but no, not in the, the original. It's mm. a cute little thing they added. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we know about King Dedede? I don't know. I don't know. He is like the most lovable bad guy in the world. I swear. It's like his whole motive is just to eat. He's like, I'm gonna steal the food. It's mine. Well, isn't that a hammer? Isn't that pretty evil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but compared to like other villains, like you know, like oh, Ga- you know, like Ganondorf, like you know, taking over everything, like you know, like fucking Ridley, like killed Samus's parents, like you know, Bowser steals the princess, like DDD's just hungry. Okay, so his only goal is to eat. That's not so bad. We can all we can all relate to that. <laughs> but he's and, starving the people of Dreamland. Yeah, Kirby and, can eat for days too. So, yeah, and, ha- <laughs> and half the time DDD ends up being a good guy too. Oh, okay. So. Well, if Kirby if Kirby can eat for days and he needs all the food, is it really Kirby that's starving Dreamland? Mm, maybe you, that's an interesting question. <laughs> Some might call it a theory. <laughs> I I think this is the only game where DD is the main villain too. Really? Isn't he playable in the sixty four one? Am I crazy? No, you could jump on his back. He's oh, okay. I, he, he, I I I think he's in the multiplayer modes. Oh, okay. There are a few stages where in 64 where it's like it's there's lava or something. You have to like use a hammer to like break down blocks and like underground caverns. Okay, but this is the only real like he's the bad guy game. Yeah, that's it's usually some bigger force. That's that's, that's not DVD. <laughs> um, I I feel like Spring Breeze in this game is a good way to introduce new players to Kirby's mechanics, the copy mechanic, and also the new mechanic, the partner mechanic. Is it uh, totally new to this game? Uh, I be- at the time I want to say yes because um, they didn't. They had co-op in Dreamland Three, but I believe Dreamland Three came out after Superstar. So I want to say yeah, it was a new mechanic. Oh, I see it here. A unique feature of the game is the addition of helpers. Yeah, okay. the helper mechanic. So I always found that to be fun and also very annoying. <laughs> annoying. So, yeah, and we'll get to that. I have some moments where that <laughs> pissed me off. 
Uh, I mean, like they some of these guys beat the bosses for me. They can be helpful, but they can also kind of fuck you over at some points too. Mm. Um, and I would almost just play without them most of the time. Like usually, I would only put them on if I was about to fight a boss. Oh, in the in like the way the lobby, but <laughs> in front of a yeah, boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you know like we'd walk into the lobby and it gives you a choice between like switching abilities, and I'm like, oh, I'll you know what, the boss fight's coming up. I might as well get a helper. Yeah. But other than that, like when you're just running around, they're fucking annoying. I I apologize. I don't have a ton of notes on Spring Breeze because I literally breezed through it. It might have taken me 15 <laughs> minutes to beat the entire game. You had to go fast. I gotta go fast, like a, like my friend Sanic. But. I will say that, like, in er the early stages of it, felt almost claustrophobic. Like, I think it's also, uh, you know, like, because it's a port of a Game Boy. You know, like, it was, stages. yeah, it just felt, like, tight. Which, tight. usually when I think of, like, a, an, especially, like, a Kirby where you can jump everywhere, it seemed, like, a little restrictive. But I also I think a big issue is the bosses for that. Like, the boss arenas feel like you're just fighting in a, a square. Yeah. Just throughout the whole game. Yeah, pretty much every every boss fight. Yeah. Spencer says it's tight. <laughs> it almost felt like Mega Man. The boss. I put, put that out of context on the box. Spencer said it's it's tight. <laughs> it's tight for me. <laughs> it's tight. No, just it's tight. <laughs> no, it's not the context they think. Just just how I this when you when I describe Sonic, I just say it's tight. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. I I can see what you mean with like the make like the Mega Man bosses, um, like using that that as a, as a comparison. I actually think there's there's a lot of Mega Man comparisons that make it this game too. Yeah. But, I thought it was cute. It's cute. Spring Breeze is cute. If you haven't played the original, it's worth playing through. If you have, eh, it's worth well, playing through. I guess. I had a ball with it. Is it because you're a Kirby and he's a ball? Mm-hmm. That's very clever. Thank you, Spencer. I'm gonna think of some more. So while Spencer may have had a ball with Spring Breeze, <laughs> it compares nothing to the cold, hard steel offered in the follow-up game, Dynablade. What is what is the story on this one, guys? Well, Dynablade is an original mode in which Kirby must stop Dynablade, a giant bird from disturbing Dreamland's crops. The mode consists of four levels that the player must clear before facing off against Dynablade. This is quoted from wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Kirby underscore super underscore star hashtag sub underscore games. Guys, tell me, what was your experience with Dynablade? Uh, this is a lot of the same as Spring Breeze, I think. You know, like, I mean, it's all original content, but yeah, it's not much of a difference mm -hmm. gameplay gameplay wise. I, I feel um, I was pretty nostalgic for this, not because of the game mode itself, but because I have watched the Kirby anime, and there's an episode with with Dynablade, and I was like, hey, I know Dynablade. <laughs> no, isn't he the bird I know. that? I know. Uh... You can form in Super Smash Brothers Brawl with like the three feathers. You know when you put the, like the three feathers together and you can aim at the screen and try and like. I thought, I thought that was a dragoon thing. I don't think it's time to play. Oh. Okay. Um. 
Yeah, family. <laughs> Spencer? Uh, slightly more difficult than Spring Breeze? Maybe a I'm little bit. I'm going to bring the bosses here, except for Dynablade herself. Yeah, and Dynablade was not difficult. I like... Is this... This is the one where they started using the, the chip, right? The, like the cool visual on the on the bird flying in. Oh yeah, Maybe. like the mode seven type yeah. thing. Yeah. That was neat to see. Obviously back then it was a big deal. Nowadays it looks not as impressive, but you you could you know it looks it looks kind of cool. It still looks cool because like no other console really does that. I, I think you know, like no other like two D console really does that. Yeah. So it still looks good. It's just. He obviously dated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anything looks good for its time, it's it's the visual effects chip on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is another one that that I just like kind of like um, Spencer. I just kind of like ran through. It's pretty pretty easy. Pretty nothing. This one had a total of like five or six stages in like a Super Mario Three Overworld style. I didn't really think much of it, like when playing through it, it's like, all right, let's just get me to this end boss. You it know, did, and it had like like optional fights too with like people on the map, and that was something that I didn't understand why it was it was there. Yeah, it, it didn't, that was weird. You didn't get anything to, for for doing it. No, like nothing carried over between games or anything. So <laughs> yeah, I just kind of had. <laughs> playing this version felt like playing one world in Super Mario Bros. Three, like or even half a one. Which I, I guess you can argue like each game in this game is like its own little world, but yeah. I, I would take that one step further though. What makes it fun in Mario 3 is that you can theoretically go a different direction. And there's secrets on the map. So it actually feels like you're exploring in a way. I know you guys weren't as big of fans of it, but that, that's what made it fun for me in Mario 3. Oh no, I um, enjoyed Mario 3. Where, where in this version it was just a straight shot. So it didn't, I mean, you kind of got a visual that you were climbing the mountain or whatever, but I, I don't know. It, it, some of it was lost because you, you weren't really given that freedom. So what you're saying, Spencer, is that you can go your own way. That's a Fleetwood Mac. I just want everyone to know this isn't an audio issue. That period of silence after Alex did that. <laughs> It was act it was it was real real silence. And I wanna make sure that st stays in the final edit. <laughs> I hope someone enjoyed that. <laughs> that seems like something Terry would like. Does Terry like Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I like Fleetwood Mac, whatever. Seems like a Fleetwood Mac fan. Typical. But yeah, I don't have much to say more about Dynablade. Yeah, me either. <laughs> it was there. It was there. It was square. I think I think coming up with the other modes here, we're going to have a lot more to talk about, though. Hopefully. Starting with Gourmet Race. Alex, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. I actually like this one quite a bit. It was simple, but it was, it was a nice uh, switch up to the formula. Like... I don't know, and the, and the fact that like D, like DDD isn't a pushover in this mode, uh, which is probably say what it is actually. You race King DDD to eat the most food. That's it. 
You like race across like three stages to eat the most food. I hated this. Um, <laughs> I raced a couple times and realized I didn't need this to move on and then stop. Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts on gourmet race? Ah. Besides, it has a bitchin' soundtrack. That's Spencer. I don't. I think took his words and put. You don't them like on the them. music? <laughs> do it for me. Do it orchestral. Oh, is that the music that's going on? That's the gourmet race. That's gourmet race. That's the song. That's cool. Pull this up. That's pretty neat. I like that because that's that reminds me of Smash Brothers. Crash gourmet race. <laughs> okay. Well, you can see what's going on the screen, but I'm head bopping right now. I'm, good. I'm glad to know that I'm the only person that enjoyed this mode. I didn't say I didn't. I just didn't have feelings. You didn't have feelings towards it? No, nah, it's just like, let me race through it. It's. It was, um, I would not go back and replay it. You know, I played it. I beat DDD each of the three laps, and then I got the next, you know, I went to the next mode. Okay. <laughs> so it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it does kind of feel like it should have been a sub game and not a main mode though. Yeah, that's the thing. So take that for what it's worth. Um, we could talk. I think we'll have a, a lot more to say about the next one. We are. We are gonna have a lot more to say about the next three. I think. So. That's true. If not, this is going to be like the only like 20 minute episode. Of the map <laughs> I know. I'm looking right now at the time. <laughs> the 20 minute map out. Um, I have a lot to say about the next one. Okay, Great Cave Offensive. Um, I actually this, found this one quite offensive. This is a very interesting mode um, where you just kind of like explore a cave and find treasure. That's the only goal, really. You know, it's not like a, there's really a story or well, anything like that. It's, it's it's very abstract. Well, you yes, you go in and find treasure, but you also have to leave. <laughs> Which it, it may seem trivial, but I did not know that when I first played it. Oh, um and I beat the next stage and then was curious why the other one wasn't opening up and realized I had to go back. Yeah, I go to like great game offensive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, uh, it's pretty much just like a one huge level, basically. Yes. Kirby Jones. Kirby Jones. <laughs> da, 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 da. Kirby Brown. Kirby. <laughs> Kirby Brown. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby. Kirby Brown. He's a brown ball. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby. <laughs> uh, what, a, what a unique concept. I what? like the concept <laughs> there's 60 treasures and they're all like like a ton of them not a ton but a lot of them are little call outs to other games there's a triforce there's a screw attack captain Fal falcon helmet mr saturn from earthbound which is the one that i stood out to me because i love earthbound and i was very surprised it was in this game um uh, I love that it, it was like a Metroidvania. That's how it describes it in this Wikipedia page. I, I guess it was like that. I didn't think of it yeah, that way. No, I would it, argue against that because Metroidvania games, you need 
to kind of progress yourself as a character Dude, in order that's... to progress the stage. Right, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Is that like I, I, the exploration, yes, but the actual character progression, no. I don't think of it that way. What do you guys think about the? This one is, I think, the first one where I really started to notice some of the boss fights were were really unique. Yes. Or did this one have the the fish like in the water that would like jump over the bridge? Yeah, it has the fish. It has the weird chameleon thing that sticks to the wall. It has the one that I want to see what you guys think the most is the RPG one. It's called the computer virus. Mm, I was laughing the entire time. Yeah. The it was fact cute. that it's, it starts and you fight a slime. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's super cool. Yeah. It was really easy in this version, the RPG boss. And I thought that was actually, I think if you want to think thematically, it's pretty well connected to this idea of like exploring a cave. I just had some issues, like you said, that it's not so true to the nature. I found that the high score system or like this point system is kind of a failed concept. I'm not like that interested in going back and trying to get all the treasures. A lot of them are just like little menial tasks, like trying to float in some crevice and like blow up a bomb so that it makes yeah. the earth shatter or something or not doing that. This is where the partners start to fuck with me. Because there are certain points to where, like, you need to, like, not activate something yet, or just part, you know, like, or, like, not, but, like, not destroy the ground below you yet. And then the fucking partner would do it, and I can't get the treasure I was about to get, and I'd be pissed. And I was like, well, fuck it, I'm just moving on, though. Hmm. I also disliked the way that the exploration system progresses. Like, there's be like three doors, and one of them would loop, and you have to like search everywhere for this one door that's gonna get you the next part. And I just couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That part was a re was really annoying. Getting from guess... like one one side of quote unquote side because it's all like it's like basically a bunch of parallel universes the way it's coded, and mm. they all like, you know there's ways to get into it through these doorways. Um, so it's like trying to get from one side of the world to the other was such a hassle. I got stuck in the castle looking area. Same here. And I had to look up like how to get the fuck out of there because I just couldn't figure it out. It was just like I, I just kept going through doors and like I couldn't figure out where the hell I needed to go. It all looped around. And meanwhile, there's like just one lone door in like the corner <laughs> the of the bottom screen. corner. Yeah, and I was like, are you, fucking, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, I thought for sure it'd be in the castle or something. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes no sense. And if they designed the map a lot me. better, this would be probably my favorite one. This was, this had so many good ideas. I think if they gave you a reason to collect the um, treasure, yeah. yeah, it would have. Or like maybe like you needed the treasure to progress would have been a better way to do it. Also, like kind of section things off. Like, hey, you need to get, you know, ten treasures to move on to the next area, or twenty for mm -hmm. that area. You know, if you mix this, and I don't want to do any spoilers, so I'll just. It'll make more sense later. But if you mix this with Milky Way Wishes, this would be awesome. We'll, we'll get there. I got a lot to say about that one. Yeah. I think my thing to, like, quote-unquote fix this one would, as you guys are alluding to, give the treasures purpose. I think if you had, like, some catalog of all of the treasures that you've collected and, like, a little bio about them, that would be amazing. Oh, like Smash Bros.? Like melee, mm -hmm. yeah. Which is something I think they probably did after like realizing what happened with this game. That would be cool to kind of like have a like know what you you know what you're collecting, other than like oh here's a random thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone that plays this knows like what the hell a Triforce is, but nice little blurb. You know, you know but the, you know like the, you know all sixty treasures. You know, like, there's you know a lot of them are just very generic. 
Some of them are like copper ring or something. Yeah, so. I don't know, but if there was some kind of like uniqueness to it, I or think even if I'd be like more into it. Equip the treasure or something, and it like gives you like a stat buff, maybe mm. you know, like oh Kirby can take a you know extra hit, or Kirby can you know move faster or something like that. Like that would even be kind of like kind of interesting. Do you think this would have potential as a standalone concept for a Kirby game? Yeah, a big like a big open Kirby game. I could see that working. Um. But I'm not sure if the Kirby team is competent enough to, to do it well. <laughs> I think they are. I think they're very... based. Actually, based on playing this game, I think they're very competent on making that work. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do more with that. Maybe they did, and I just haven't played the right Kirby game. Well, there are better Kirby games, but... We'll get that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, you guys have anything else to say about the Great Cave Offensive? Oh, fuck the lava. The, oh, oh, God. Yes, that. Yes. I also wanted to bring up the last boss. is just fucking Master Hand. Mm, yeah. It's from Smash. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like the weird, like, like, uh, like the weird genie-looking thing. And they got the hand. And it literally just does moves that, like, Master Hand does. Like, the finger guns... The like things falling from its hand, the like thing from the background. It's just Master Hand. And you can't fault this game for it, you know, because it's bef it's prior to Smash. Yeah, came up so first. yeah, you just have to fault just, Smash. It was just interesting to see where Sakurai kind of like took that idea from. Where he took every idea from. <laughs> Everything comes out of this game. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this game that moved on to Smash Bros. So I can definitely see that. Smash Brothers. To, for a slight sidetrack, Smash Bros. made a lot of Nintendo games more interesting if you hadn't played them before. Because you, you can sort of see where all the moves come from. Yeah. Like Kirby's right. little ground thing. Like, you can sort of see all that. And like, oh, that was from Smash Bros. Or, well, I, it was from I, this, but... I was playing, and my favorite... One of my favorite uh, copy, uh, copy moves in this game is the yo-yo. And whenever he like runs and does a little like like does a little spin kick, I I realized that's one of his moves in Smash Bros. And I was like, oh, that's where that comes from. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't see the yo-yo in a lot of the games either. Like I feel like this is probably one of the few that I've seen it in. It's a fun one. What what is your guys' favorite copy building? I'm curious to know. I always go for the hammer, but in other games, I think the fighter abilities are a little better. I use the bomb. Yeah, I, I use the yo-yo with the bomb. Dude, the bomb is a freaking boss killer. <laughs> the sword is also better in other games. I found it kind of weak here. Its range is very short. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an issue. I'd rather use cutter over sword. I found beam pretty good, but maybe not in this game. What's the beam? You get like that little... Um, the whip? Yeah, it's like a whip beam, but there's multiple ways to use it. If you like dash forward a couple spaces, you like fire it out of your head. I destroyed a boss with that thing. Like it couldn't move. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think the the bird ability is the best for mobility. If you're on like fly around pretty easy. Oh, the wheel is also so much fun. The, yeah, no, the wheel is fun, especially with the one where you get to ride the wheel. I forget what. That yes, was. if you uh, take the wheel and make it your partner yeah, helper. Yeah. That's you a, jump on him. Yeah. That's super fun. I love it's blasting through enemies. With the motorcycle helmet. And <laughs> <the glasses. laughs> it's very cute. And that, that reminds me of uh, of uh, Air Ride, because you can ride those things in Air Ride. Mm. I, like, I always am nostalgic about the two things, actually. The microphone 
just seeing like Kirby rock out and he only gets to use it three times and each time he has like a different get up one time he's got like a mohawk he's got like a deep voice <laughs> and I, I have always kind of liked the design for the sleeper like when he t accidentally like inhales the sleeping yeah. guy yeah that's worthless oh that's giving me PTSD from that that I... jumping part I never used the mic in any of the other games simply because I used the mic in, um, I forget, I think it was the NES game, which is like one of the first Kirby games I ever beat. And it, I hated the sound so much because he gets it, he goes, it's like, <laughs> like all the enemies die. And I was like, God, I never want to hear that noise again. <laughs> so I just, I just what, never wait, use it. What sound does it make? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like very high pitched though. It's just he it just screams into it. <laughs> but um, all right, great game offensive. Are we ready to move on? You guys, have anything else you want to point out? I just thought it was interesting. I'm ready to move on. All right, moving on to uh, one of the um, better modes, I would say, in the game: Revenge of Meta Knight. It's basically Kirby 3E. You were waiting for that one, huh? Yes. <laughs> what makes this Kirby 3E? It's like the third one. <laughs> How so? <laughs> it's Spring Breeze and then Dino Blade and then now Revenge of Meta Knight. What is he getting revenge for? Yeah, the, the title doesn't make much sense. I don't know. It's... He seems like he, he would I, want revenge after this with Kirby. I mean, he does he does appear in the NES game um, in a much lesser fashion than he does here. Like, he doesn't have the ship or anything. He's just kind of like a, is a guy with a sword. But, so maybe that's it? I don't know. It's, it's, it's very strange seeing this mode because he wants to, like, take over Dreamland, and Meta Knight is not a bad guy. In any of, mm -hmm. in, in like any of the other games, so it's very off-putting to see a story where he is the bad guy. I always thought Meta Knight was like an addition to the anime, and so he, he's in the seeing, anime. Yeah, because I I I've only seen a couple episodes because I was slowly not being like a little kid when that was coming out. So it's kind of like the tail end of me watching cartoons. Wait, hold on, can you repeat that? You, you were slowly not being a little kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, Wait, hold on. As so age. You were growing, so you were growing up? Yeah, that's really that's how, I, how I, that's my roundabout <laughs> way of saying I was getting older. I was slowly not being little anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it was, it was very, very much at the tail end of me watching cartoons. And I just remember the Kirby show. And I saw yeah. Meta Knight there, and I was like, oh, that's so, probably something that they just created for this so that he could have something cool to fight. I didn't realize yeah. that it was part of, like, Kirby lore. The only uh, character that's only really in the anime is Escargoon. He does appear in one of the Game Boy games. That's like a, that's like a little cameo, but mm. just, just a good side note there. Um, Meta Knight's really cool in the games. He comes off as like a, I don't want to say bad villain, but just like this kind of archetype of He's an anti-hero, kind of like, right? Right, anti-hero. He seems kind of like vampire-esque, but also like a sword wielder. I do, high class. I do love the anime because they give him like a like Spanish voice, and he's like Kirby. We have to go, <laughs> you know, like like he's almost like a uh, like a um, what's that? What's the like a Zoro or something? You know, like, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, so a this masked swordsman. There you go. So the, yeah, masked swordsman. Thank you. So this uh, 
no problem. mode. Thank you. Um, so this <laughs> mode. Th thank you, Teddy. So <laughs> this <laughs> mode mainly takes place on the halberd. Halberd. Get it. How? Get it? How? Bird? Yeah, no, I did. The how laboratory. Spencer, um, you got it. The, uh, uh. It's it's a. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Because it's how laboratories. I get it. Yeah. So, um. And most of it takes place on there. You do fall off a few times. But mainly, it's because he's trying to stop Meta Knight and his crew. Very simple. It's posse. It's posse. This is kind of like reminding me of Die Hard. <laughs> you know, Perfect. he's like he's like in the building with the bad with the terrorists the entire time. He's just kind of maneuvering around, fighting uh, I people. I just want I just want Kirby and Die Hard now. Well, obviously, I want everybody in Die Hard. <laughs> and then put John Mc, uh, John McClane and Kirby. <laughs> yeah, fucking up Meta Knight. <laughs> just shoot Meta Knight. Yippee ki yay, Meta Knight. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is awesome. I loved exploring the ship, and I like when it went to the map, and you kind of saw where you were on the ship. And I think this one did a better job than Dynablade because it's, it's kind of the same thing as Dynablade, as just kind of like a simple string of levels. Yeah. With the basic Kirby mechanics, I think this one did a better job with the idea, though, because it does have such a nice like theme going on through the you know throughout the whole story. Whereas Dynablade is just like I gotta get there. And this is sort of like, I have to stop the ship, you know, from moving. So even if you're, just like, watching the map, like, you see the ship slowly move across the map. Yeah. I've seen other games do the Meta Knight concept or theme a little better. Like, I love uh, Return to... Not Return. Uh, Nightmare from yeah. Dreamland. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to it in this game. I actually quite like it, especially aesthetically. Things like the dialogue appearing on the screens from all the shipmates. Yeah. Um, the time limits weren't like necessarily so offensive. You also had like these huge bio weapons that are dropped onto the ship. I forget what the one's called. It's like a scorpion or something that starts like hunting you yeah. down. And they're like, deploy it now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it kind of reminds me of Star Fox when the, when the little things would pop up. Mm. And, and, you know, and they were talking to each other. It is very Star Fox-esque. And I like how you just, like, you, I think you guys are alluding to just hopping from different parts of the ship. And then the culminating battle with Meta Knight's fun. You know, they give you, like, a sword right before you go to take him on. So it's like an official duel. Yeah. Oh, and I love the ending. The ending's great. Total, like, 80s sci-fi ending. I love the fact that we can see Meta Knight's face. Because mm, you never do at any <laughs> other point. And he's just a Kirby, pretty much. Yeah. It makes sense because one of the skins for Kirby in most of the games is it's like that black, color. Yeah, yeah, the black one. Or like the purpley one, you know, whatever it is. Kind of reminded me of uh, Super Star Wars in parts. Because in Super Star Wars, it was always. It was, uh, like as a kid, I always liked like the ATATs and the Death Star and all those cool ships. And in Super Star Wars, you got, you got to fight like outside of them. And so you're kind of exploring uh. them. And I remember when in this level, Kirby would go outside of the ship at one point and go under it. And so you're just literally like flying next to the ship, which is cool. I get like Rocket Knight Adventures vibes. From oh, this yeah. Yeah, I can Because that, that one has a lot of areas like that too, where you're like climbing on the bottom of the ship and then you're like flying on top and having to use different things. And it kind of gives me that feel too. What do you think about that weird race at the end with Meta Knight? Now that going back to what Teddy was talking about. Weird, the weird race. It is weird. I didn't realize it was a race. Maybe yeah, was... me either. Me either. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was trying to kill him and just slowly died to him every time. 
It took me literally like six it, tries. I preferred it to Gourmet Race. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not the music, though. Everything with the music. But this has a um, new boss. It's not Wispy Woods. It's two Wispy Woods. And Rock Lobster. <laughs> rock Lobster! <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a very simple mode. It is a it is a fun one. Um, very, I don't know. Very, very curvy. Not offensive. Yeah, not offensive. And it's not... It's like, this is the first mode that I can actually kind of recommend being like, yeah, this is worth your time. I would say it's the most complete package, maybe of all of them. No, you're wrong, but... I mean, obviously the next one is a better one in probably any way, but I love that Meta Knight really has a really great ending. Yeah. And a simple they, beginning and premise to it. It, like, wraps did. itself up. They did um, bring back Meta Knight and different modes in the DS version, Ultra, which I said we're not really going to talk about, but I kind of want to bring that up. Um, is that you get to play as Meta Knight in the DS version um, for, for a few different things. So that's neat. Hmm. It's a Meta Knight to remember. Yeah. Um, other than that, I thought it was awesome. I love seeing the Halberd. I haven't seen the Halberd in a while. So, I think since, like, Smash Bros. Brawl. They don't really use it anymore in the games. I think contrary to something like Spring Breeze, or even like any of the previous modes, this one has a clear concept that's visible that you don't have to do outside research for. It's like Kirby's gonna save Dreamland. Yeah. And whether it like aligns with the series as a whole and Meta Knight's presence in there, you know, it's somewhat relevant, somewhat not, but... You know, it's it's a bit more purposeful. So I could see someone playing like their first Kirby game and feeling like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. I'd be down with this. I'd be down with the Meta Knight. Wah! Wah! <laughs> 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 so move, move on to the last one that we're going to talk yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Moving on to Milky Way Wishes. The mode that should have just been the entire fucking game, damn it. It's good. It's a good mode. What I'm happened a, here, guys? It was like they just saved the good idea for the last game. I'm not opposed to that. I think that this, you know, that you had to work for this one, and especially with some of the skill level required. I'm interested to hear some of your takes on it. Uh, but this one has a total of seven stars. No, I'm joking. Uh, I think it's like. <laughs> eight or nine worlds or something i'm just calling them stars and they're almost like a m more challenging kind of a boss rush in a sense when you get to some of those bosses yeah you don't get to use the copy ability unless you find like one of the imitation copies yeah and they're not always like you know placed somewhere obvious in the stage so it makes a lot of those boss battles challenging if you are a Kirby fan, this one has the most in terms of story also. Um, because it starts out and the Sun and Moon are fighting, which they've done before. I think they did in like Dreamland 2. And, and this guy, Marks, is like, yo, Kirby, shit's fucked up right now. Like, travel across the, the stars and get, you know, get, get the different things you need, you know, like pieces of what, you know, of whatever, to grant, you know, to get the wish-granting uh, thing Nova. Like the clock Nova to stop the uh, sun and moon, 
And Kirby's like, yeah, okay. You got it, mister. You know? I, don't, I, I, would, I would argue I like Revenge of Meta Knight's story more. I can see that. It's understandable. This one, I think, is has a better ending, too. I would argue. Um, which, I guess we're going to talk about it since we're not talking about the gameplay yet. As that Mark double, uh, Mark's double crosses you and takes the power of Nova to control Popstar. You have to stop him, obviously. But it's like, it's it's one of the first instances. I think Dreamland 2 had the um, dark, the darkness, whatever, in there, too. But this is like one of the first instances of, uh, of like a Kirby boss being like very disturbing. Like, mm. Mark's is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And... They brought him back recently in Star Allies, which is uh, as like a playable character, which I thought was was cool and also weird. <laughs> because he still like he does some of his boss attacks where where he, where he like splits apart and stuff. Like he could, like he could do that in Star Allies like just as a move, and I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But I like the choice that you're given. The second you start this off, after you get that little intro scene. There's like eight planets, and you just get to float on your your um, warp star to any one of them that you want. That's not the only choice you're given to. Um, you don't have to copy enemies. You you, can't. you gain the copy abilities permanently. So that was super awesome. Very Mega Man, how you switch between different abilities. But it was super cool to just you know just be like, oh, I think this ability would work best in this situation. They kind of switch to it. And, I, and this is something that I wish they would revisit a lot more in other Kirby games. I didn't realize that when you got those abilities, you could just keep going back to them. Yeah, you just push select, or you can also like push one of your other buttons to like right, like quick change. Yeah, you, yeah, just you push X, it'll do it. That would have made this a lot easier. Oh, yeah, that explains it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I literally just cycled through to the bomb and just beat every boss like nothing. <laughs> some of them is like some of these bosses that you're gonna fight are actually. A little easier if you don't use your uh, copy ability, though. If you just use the uh, projectiles, like there's some upgrades to some of these bosses. Namely, the one I think back to is the one at the half moon stage. The RPG boss is like amplified by a hundred. You start dragon. off with like the wizard, then it becomes a knight, then it becomes a dragon, and some of these um, attacks from these guys are almost you. You can barely avoid them. Fuck that dragon. <laughs> that dragon is it, a pain it in the killed, ass. It killed me like three times. When it fires the stars, yeah, that's that's annoying. But if you have if you can inhale them, then um, it'll help. Still not perfect though. Did did you guys catch that? And I don't remember if you could do it on that mode per se, but for most of the game, this was true. You could pretty much block anything. I noticed it in one of the boss battles. Is like if you turn around and use your feet or something. If you hit L. You'll literally just block everything. Do you? Yeah. I didn't know this. So, in the way I learned it, I learned something else in the process. I didn't know that... You know how, like, before the bosses, they usually give you, like, a waiting room that had, like, three or something abilities, and you could pick one and give one to yeah. an ally or whatever? I didn't realize you could... Once you got in and you died, you could go back. So, I would go in there with, like, me... With me having an ability and a co-op partner having an ability... I go into the fight and I would lose because I'd never fought the boss before. And then I would start over at the boss fight with nothing. Mm. And I just didn't realize you could literally just go backwards and grab the stuff again. So I was like having to learn how to fight the guys and realize that at that point, if you just hold L, you'll block literally everything and won't take any damage. 
So I, I would beat, I bought, I beat a boss that way. Of just like sucking up and projectiles and throwing them back. And then just basically just hunkering down for the rest of the fight. It's a very Smash mm -hmm. Bros thing too, isn't it? Like Halo Block. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Because I, cause I don't think any of the Kirby game has that. From what I know. I could be wrong. Maybe Pretty it's like Kirby, Kirby wrong all these years. <laughs> Kirby's literally indestructible, I guess. Um, I do like the fact that you can go to whatever stage. Uh, they did kind of bring this back later in Star Allies. Um, there's that game has a map, and it kind of starts out like a smaller map, like a main, like like you know, like Mario style map. But the final map is like this, where you're just kind of flying through space, and you can pick whatever you want to do first. And that's kind of what it reminded me of. Hmm. It reminded me a lot. You guys have mentioned it of Mega Man. Except also in Mega Man of the option of doing levels in the order that you want. Hmm. Yeah. I got Star Fox 2 vibes. Oh, that's a good one too, yeah. Damn. So, Kirby's <laughs> just like the quintessential inspiration. <laughs> I think this this mode should have been like most of the game. You know, like they, they could have expanded it before. Yeah, I didn't mind it though. I was I was really happy with this one as like a, a final thing. It's good. I think this is mainly like this and this and the Revenge of Mennonite are probably like the two reasons why people call this the best Kirby game. I, I could definitely see that. I wouldn't necessarily agree, but me either. No. I like the the like the catch ending too. It's like oh okay, you know you you beat your eight stages. It's not just like oh you're just gonna fight a boss now. It's like oh you're gonna make your wish. No shit, your wish got taken. Now you gotta fight a boss that, you know, just stole your wish and now he's more powerful. And there's like a a build up to it. You go through the spaceship shooter segment, classic Kirby action right there, and you take down some like big you know battleship or something. I don't exactly understand what's going on there. It was Nova. Um, you were inside Nova. Hmm. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And then the final boss was, you know, a hearty challenge. I like seeing the, like, forces of nature in the Kirby universe. Like Nova, like the other, like the, whatever the darkness is in the, um, the, the N64 and the Dreamland games. I don't know what it's called. Um, that thing, you know, the weird creepy, like, black thing with the eyeball. I like seeing, like, the weird, the weird parts of the Kirby universe that they don't really show that much. Hmm. <laughs> You know, like Kirby, the the Kirby universe can be a lot weirder than it seems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, welcome to the dark side of Kirby. Like I believe the first time I saw Nova was in the DS version, where it's not like it wasn't there. It was like a pre-rendered cutscene, and 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 he looked like a 3D object, and I was like, the fuck is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the corners of dark matter and deep space and Kirby Superstar on the Super Nintendo. Made possible only with Mode 7. <laughs> dark matter. Isn't dark matter the thing from 64? I don't know. Sounds sounds like it could be, yes. I think that's because it's like, cause the, I don't know, I need to go back and replay it, but I know like Dreamland 2, Dreamland 3, and 64 all like share the same boss, like, like the same evil force. Mm-hmm. There is a final mode after Milky Way Wishes. Did you guys have anything else to say about Best Milky Way Wishes? No, um, I wish it lasted longer. Yeah, I liked it a lot. 
my life and Milky Way. My wi- my wish. <laughs> my wish. Milky Sad. Way. Milky Way Mark, is longer. Mark's <laughs> ruined my wish. <laughs> Why can't the Milky Way be wider? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good time. So the arena. Guys, did you play it? <laughs> uh, all right, I didn't play. It. I played like a boss or two in it. I was yeah, like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. Me too. I was definitely disappointed by this being the unlock. I didn't play it. I thought maybe they would give me like a new game plus for some of the modes or something like that, or give me something else. This was disappointing, man. As the unlock, I was like, oh, cool, a new new mode, the arena. I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the credits, it's like, wait. There's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and, and some of the other Kirby games, they give you like harder versions of the previous modes, or they'll like let you play as a certain character in those modes, or something like that. And this is just like, uh, fight, fight the bosses. And I was like, great, because I haven't fought most of these bosses twice already. Yeah, I feel like we already went through the arena by playing the entire game. <laughs> like, just going through Milky Way Wishes, you refight a lot of the bosses, and I was like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. It was cool to see where All-Star mode came from in Super Smash, but you know, I I think part of it's lost its appeal if it ever had it. Yeah, I think this is mainly like just something to keep you busy because you know, when you're like 10 years old, you can't buy games a lot. Like it's I probably find value then. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to beat all the arena mode challenges." But, you know, now that I have access to to hundreds of games, you know, like like daily, I can't you know, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spend time at the arena. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it is worth saying that there were 26 bosses. That's a lot of bosses. Yeah. What if they, I wonder if, if they're counting low, 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 and la, la, la as two bosses. They are. Are they? Counting them. Oh, that's yeah. cheaters. It's 19 rounds. So. That's one boss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck low, 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 and la, la, la. Oh, beating this grants you the sound test function, otherwise wow. known as YouTube. Otherwise known as useless. <laughs> That's also something that, like, back in the day, probably cool to just listen to the music. Now, I can just do it whenever I want. Yeah. Just download it to your phone, <laughs> the YouTube app. So. Um, there are two other sub-games. I don't know if you guys want to talk about those. No, not really. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should just bring them up, because they are multiplayer. Okay. What's the last time you played Kirby multiplayer? I haven't, but I could also see this being something that, like, as a kid, be fun to play with friends. Samurai Kirby. It's it's like a timing based quick draw game where you just. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I played this one for a minute. Um, I like the theme a lot of like the the like like feudal uh, theme. Mm-hmm. It's, it's neat. I wish they took this somewhere where it's like you could monitor your high scores or something. And I, I keep dying at like Meta Knight or something. I died at DVD. Like, mm, mm. The other one is Megaton Punch. This I one like is this one more than too. Samurai. Yeah, this is one where you just kind of like. Uh, I forget how exactly it plays because I play it once. But I remember like you're just. You have to like punch the ground and like it's a, cra- it like cracks their world, right? You get a. You get a. You get three sections. You get a power, ga- power gauge. Oh, and that's then, right. Yeah, and then you have, you get to put get the two circles in the in the crosshair together, and then oh shit, what was the third one? 
I don't remember. Who cares? It yeah, you yeah. punched you punched the thing in the ground and I like seeing the effect of Pop Star like getting a crack and like you know and like fire the star. It was it was very anime -esque. The idea is novel, but I just feel like other games later did it better. I my go to is always the Pokemon Stadium mini games. I think that several of those things are done better. Several of these things are done better there. Like the games where you're like Scyther and Pinsir and you have to chop the log. You know, oh, that reminds yeah. me of the Samurai Kirby. They're similar. Yeah, you're right. Megaton Punch, I'm not too sure. It was interesting, but I think it was just, you know, it was like a, a triple cycle thing, which was cool, and you get ranked on, like, how well you crack the planet. But. I can still see this being something that, like, as a kid, maybe, like, you know, like me and a couple friends would play here and there or something. You know? yeah. Two is a little underwhelming, though. Yeah, they could have, you know, like, if they wanted to focus more on, like, the minigame aspect, they could have thrown a few more in there, maybe, like, taken out Gourmet Race and, um, mm. and I don't know, something else. Uh, well, let's just be honest, Gourmet Arena. Race might as well be a sub-game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know they, how that's not a sub-game. But the, well, is it two-player, though? I don't, I don't think it's two-player. So if, mm. if it was two-player, that'd be great. Um, take, take the arena out and make some more minigames, but uh, as, the, as it stands, just two minigames, that is a little lacking. <laughs> In in retrospect, is there something sinister about this game being called an eight game <laughs> spectacle? Yes, <laughs> it's 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 more like the first like four games are just four levels or something, you know. <laughs> like... And not to mention, there's like seven quote unquote games and two mini games. So they got it wrong. It's like nine. I get how they were trying to advertise it. It is kind of smart in a way. I mean, as a kid, you know, Papa this in is seeing like all these different little adventures. Like it probably would feel like you're playing eight games, you know. I think one of the most fascinating things is that just in terms of the community, the community tends to say that Superstar is the best one. You know, as we brought up at the beginning of the show. I'd be interested to go back through each of these games, give it like a one to five. You know, and we'll just, you know, do round table and just see where we're at. Okay. I'm down with that. Let's leave the sub games out, though. I okay, don't think that's so we're, we're, fair. We're, Can... we're rating them six stars out of six or something like that, right? We could do the six star <laughs> scale. Do you guys want to do the six star scale? Mario 64. Jeez, <laughs> uh, six. Uh, can we also have a caveat that, like, game length should not be taken into account? Because obviously. Oh, sure. I don't know. Did you see your dentist? Can we. <laughs> <laughs> It's silence. Okay. Note taken. He has been to the dentist. What? I, I didn't get I didn't get it. Because <laughs> you said caveat. You've been to your dentist lately? If so, I don't know if we can have a caveat. He might not appreciate. Never mind. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 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 we lost Spencer. Man down. I'm broken. I'm just broken right now. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Kirby down. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready the for the six star review. I'm just gonna. <laughs> With the caveat, right? <laughs> yes. You can always call Doctor Mario. Anyways, uh, Spring Breeze. Start with Alex. Uh, are we doing out of six? Yes. Three. Spencer? Mm. I'll give it a two. And I didn't hate it. I just 
it's very very simple okay um four Dino Blade, Alex. It's a three again. <laughs> it's just on the same level to me. I'll give it a three. Okay, I'm coming in with the two. What? Gourmet race. Oh, cool. Wait, sorry. Do you want to understand why? Or yeah, what's wait? up with that? Nah, I wasn't impressed. It didn't do anything for me. It's just like I got through it. Versus Spring Breeze was nostalgic. Spring Breeze was nostalgic, oh, okay. but that, that's what held Spring Breeze together for me. But Dino Blade. I still had fun, but I like just looking at it as a game. I still see it on the same level as Spring Breeze, just being a very simple romp. Okay, I think Dino Blade was just kind of a failed concept, and we can come back to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gourmet race, Alex. I like it, but I can't see the longevity in this one. It's a two. Spencer, do I have to even give it a one? Yes. One. Okay. Also one. Thought it, I thought that sucked. Uh, great cave offensive, Alex. I'm so torn on this one. It's Same. so promising. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a, a fucking three. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> just middle of the road, man. <laughs> I, think, I think Alex is trolling us. Um, I would give it a four. It okay. had such promise with a lot of really good ideas and really proved to me that this game is a lot smarter than I thought it would be going in. Um, but it didn't really execute as well as it could have. Yeah. Uh, this was a three. I didn't have fun. I didn't like it. Um, but I liked the concept, as you said, Spencer. Alright, now we get to the, the hot territory. Revenge of Mennonite, Alex. Five. I think this is a very strong uh, case of like why you should play this game. It's definitely not my favorite mode in the game, but I definitely like it for a thematic value. And I don't know, it's just it's just cool. Yeah, Spencer, six. Wow, this was a wall to wall great. I was smiling the whole time playing it. This is what I thought met the the Great Cave Offensive was smart. I thought this was incredibly smart. I didn't know there's anything like this on the Super Nintendo. Uh, this blew mm. me away. Uh, end-to-end story. It was perfect. I loved it. Awesome. I think it would be offensive, uh, like <laughs> the great game offensive, to give it anything less than a five. So I'm going to give it a five. I think it was uh, a solid concept and well executed aesthetically. It was fun. I enjoyed going through it. I just I wonder about um, longevity. I don't know how many times I could really replay it. It was short. I think it, it, it was a start. And that brings us to Milky Way Wishes, Alex. I'm giving this one a six. Uh, I think this is the strongest uh, game in the package. I think the switching between the abilities on the fly, the picking your levels in whatever order you want to play them, um, and just the story itself kind of gives it its own feel. And I wish they would have just expanded this to its own game. They could have made that the plot of the game or something, you know? But um, as as it stands, I'm going to give it a six. I think this is the reason to play the game. Cool. Spencer. I would also give it a six. This is phenomenal. Again, much more ahead of its time than I would have given it credit for, looking on the outside. I love the copy ability, uh, and I agree, this this deserves a longer game. Well, shit, boys, this one's a perfect six, because I'm giving it a six, too. Did you know that Milky Way Wishes gets six stars from each of us? Damn. Damn. It's first time for everything, right? We all agreed (laughs) on something. (laughs) It only took... Four map apps. 
And the arena? <laughs> Can I give it half of a one? Give whatever you like, just one to six. Negative two. This is not one to six. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, one. Spencer, you did you play it? I, I didn't play it. We rushed you. Yeah, I'll so give it a unfair. one. I don't care. Okay, I'll give it a two. So there you <laughs> have it. <laughs> Wait, we didn't we didn't do Samurai Kirby. We're not going to. Oh, okay. It's sub game. Okay. Sub game. It's below, below us. game. This <laughs> is beneath our level. The, the sub the sub games. Um, we're not the sub and mappers. We're the. Never mind, Alex. I'm glad we played a Kirby game, guys. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of Mario on the channel. I just want to thank you guys for picking this one. This is so much, like I mentioned, this is so much smarter than I thought it was. I didn't think Kirby, I literally just thought Kirby was for toddlers. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, you can't lose at Kirby's, Kirby. Kirby's deceptive, man. It, it really is. It was very deceptive. I was so impressed throughout this game that's my thing too is like i love when it gets hard when it gets difficult and milky way wishes really was the one that did that for me it was like i never thought i'd be saying i'm having a hard time with a kirby game you know i've played them and i think dreamland has like kind of an easter egg thing too where it's like a new game plus which for a 1991 black and white game boy game isn't is pretty impressive but it wasn't like it was almost too difficult because you didn't have the copy ability this one i think is much more approachable and I really enjoy Milky Way Wishes. If I really wanted the extra level of challenge, the arena is there. Do you guys recommend this game? Yes. Yeah, I recommend it for sure. Me too. I would say if you really want to play this game and you're wanting to like not play it on the Switch whatever service like, like we did, but play like an actual copy... Just get the uh, the the uh, Dream Collection on, on, on Wii because like this is like one of the six games on that collection. Hmm. So it's a good value there, for sure. Yeah, because you actually get nine games. Yeah, because you're getting because like, it's like <laughs> it says Dream, you only get eight. Because it's like Dreamland, uh, uh, the Kirby's Adventure, Dreamland Two, Dreamland Three, Superstar, and Kirby Sixty Four all all in one disc. Like that's a damn lot of Kirby. So. If you really want to give this a try, and you know that's probably the best way to do it, they give it cheap. It's like, it's like twenty bucks. You can also just play it for free on your Switch. No, well, it's, it's not free. You have to pay for that. Well, you have to pay for the service, but that's twenty bucks for the year. Still, and you get to play all of the Super Nintendo games that they put on there, and the which, a lot of NES. Which they have Dreamland Three on there. And is it worth it? Yeah, Dreamland Three is probably one of my favorites. I think I might, Adventure. I think I might legit play one. Kirby's, okay, if you're going to play any of them, Spencer, play Kirby's Adventure on NES. I think that's the better game. Kirby's Adventure on NES is better than Kirby Dreamland? Dreamland 3 has Dreamland some 3? pacing issues, I think. It's good. Dreamland 2 is the really popular Dreamland 2 is really good, but it's Game Boy. Yeah. Interesting. Kirby's Adventure, though, is still pretty strong. On the you can download most of them for the 3DS Virtual Console as well. Oh, yeah, yes, that is true. And I, and I have them. Kirby's everywhere. And let's not forget the best Kirby game of all, Kirby's Star Stacker. It's like Columns, but it's not! Are you sure not confusing it with Paper Mario? I actually I actually played Star Stacker a lot as a kid. Sticker Star? No, Star Stacker. <laughs> you stack the stars. So, Alex, go ahead. Give us a full map out of Paper Mario Sticker Star for the 3DS. Um, I don't... I didn't play that. Is that the one with the fan? Wait, which... Are you saying you're a fan? <laughs> 
Which one of these is better? Kirby Adventureland, Kirby Dreamland, or Kirby Clue Clue Land? <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that one. It's obviously the third. <laughs> I would like to note that we talked about Lolo Lo, and he has his own game on NES. Clue Clue Land. It, no, no. <laughs> Fuck Clue Clue Land. <laughs> no. He looks just like him. He does, yeah. I, and I get them confused a lot, but no, he has his own. I forget what his game's called. It's like some, The Adventures of Lolo Lo, or I don't know. Lolo's Castle or something. Lale Lule Lo. La, that's, that's fucking Metal Gear. Lale Lule Lolo Lo. La 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 lule lule lule. That would be so funny. Metal Gear Solid. He says, Lale lule lo. It's just a picture of the tree, right? It's just a tree. <laughs> the wispy woods. Yeah. yeah. Lale lule lo. Was there the wispy woods? <laughs> uh, that's the crossover we need Kirby and Metal Gear. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can kind of do that in Smash. You can make Kirby and the snake. Lale lule lo. <laughs> Well, join us next time, folks, where we're going to be mapping out Clue Clues Land. <laughs> when? Next time. Next time? No, don't On you. On Button Ball We're going to take that game to war. He said the wrong We're show. going to war with Clue Clues Land. I, I think we should That's make... not going to be a map out. That's going to be a we war should, zone. We should make the Clue Clue Land map out like a, um, a reward for the viewers. Like, if we gain so many like subs or something like that's where we're going to be doing clue land well my goal is still that hundred like once we hit those hundred subs and if you're listening to this on a non-youtube platform we are on youtube so we do a lot of youtube exclusive content we're checking out like uh the april fool's content that was one we also have, <laughs> those were really funny know. god i remember those <laughs> man i think you're missing out if you're just not subscribed so you know, good, remember, good remember, remember Spencer's April Fool's video where he, he loves he loved Sonic. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I was convinced of that at one point. He might have appreciated Sonic. I think he called it a good game, a masterpiece, <laughs> the finest, like Mario sixty four. Right? Do you remember? I wanted to ask you about that because you said in the beginning of Mario sixty four that it was a masterpiece. Or you thought of it as a masterpiece, and then we did our map out. And just like having the time to reflect on it, do you still feel that way? Yes. Even though... I think a lot of our judgments come from a, a place in the future. Um, it's not perfect, but... It, the game, if you, if you break the game into pieces and look at, look at it in individual parts like that, yes, it's not perfect. But when you look at it as an impact perspective and, and what it meant at the time which is really probably how you should view art or any of that kind of stuff it was monumental it, it could not be to me to me that's a masterpiece it's better than kirby 64 if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i think you mean superstar kirby 64 <laughs> <laughs> kirby 64 was impactful it uh it impacted you know, me kirby ate a lot of food it impacted me to stop playing it Kirby 64 came out on the Nintendo 64. Kirby 64. It was game released by How Laboratories. Kirby 64th is the 64th Kirby. <laughs> you can now see Kirby in 64 dimensions. <laughs> oh, well, join us next time. We're, we're going to map out how many bottles of water are on Spencer's desk. 64. <laughs>
No, we owe 64 a map. I like Kirby 64. We can. How dare you guys say that? We can do it, but I'm just going to complain because he's too slow the whole time. Okay. Because he moves too slow. Okay. Dude, there's at least 50 water bottles in here. (laughs) You're reaching that 64 limit. Once it's 64, I'll clean it up. Give us a Nintendo 64 map out? Yeah. Of the console. Of the console. Map out the entire console. All the games. And the system. It has four buttons on the bottom. (laughs) And a ventilator. This is an N64 controller. It was released with the N64 console. You use it to play games on the Nintendo 64. There are a total of four controller ports on the Nintendo 64. (laughs) Kirby's, Kirby's pink. The Nintendo 64 had an expansion pack. I was too poor, so I couldn't afford it. I couldn't play Perfect Dark. You couldn't play Donkey Kong 64, the game we're going to map out next time on the button mappers? (laughs) How are you going to map out that game? Every banana, all 202. Just give us a year. We'll have that video up. Talk about playing Dragon Quest. Fuck Dragon Quest. Trying to beat DK64. That's a chore. That's a lifetime right there. You know? Uh, I don't want to. We're like DK60 bore. No, 60 snore, <laughs> Teddy. 60 lore because it's integral to the DK narrative. Is it though? You get Lanky. And we all know that Lanky went on to do some pretty great things. We're like 60 sleep on the floor. 60 run out the door more like 60 stars the way we'd be mapping out that mario 64 Uh, uh. (laughs) more like 60 no more please no more more like 60 blast core a better game processing more like 60 poor yeah couldn't afford the expansion Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you thought of Kirby's Superstar. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Terry, I would like to know what you think. Full essay for each game. Yes. And if you haven't played the game, um, then I'm, that's okay. You can tell me what your favorite uh, flavor of Coca-Cola is. I think a compare-contrast essay between Kirby 64 and Kirby Superstar would be interesting. Just putting it out there. We love Terry, just so you know. Yeah, he's our favorite. He's my favorite. Is he? Because he doesn't way cuss to, me out. Way to play. Way to play favorites, Spencer. You can't neglect mashup either. They're both favorites. <clears throat> Your mashup's great too. Mashup, mashup. Did he say? Didn't he? Call, he I believe he did indeed call himself Map Up. <laughs> VG Map Up. Yeah, that's great. VG Map Up. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I love it. If he wants to rebrand, I'm so down with that. <laughs> we do the map outs. He does the map ups. <laughs> <laughs> His first video is the 10 reasons the map out is flawed. <laughs> Why you should do a map up. Why you should map it up, map it up. <laughs> map it up, map it up. <laughs> map it up. Well, 
It's been a blast. It's been a. It's been super, guys. You guys are all superstars in my book. I know what's gonna happen when I start talking. No! My one weakness: the column soundtrack. Make it stop! I didn't know you guys knew that much that you knew the soundtrack. You you haven't seen an episode of the Butt Mappers? You're on the show now. What? <laughs> Have you never listened to the column soundtrack? No. That was a whole gag for like three episodes. I totally missed it. Go. We sang it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you look it up now? Give me an episode number. No, I mean like this is a song. Look up the col- columns OST. Yeah, columns theme or something like that. I want to. I want to know your thoughts on this beautiful song. Yeah, guys, you're going to get a live reaction here on the show of Spencer listening to the Columns theme. Columns Clotho? Sega Genesis? Clotho theme? Sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> like that? Like kind of? It's great, right? Yeah. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's going off key at parts. Does it feel like somebody? Yeah, exactly. It just feels. <laughs> like at first, I was vibing it, and I'm not vibing it anymore. <laughs> Is that good? I, I kind of like it, but at parts, it, it goes. It gets oh. weird. What's your favorite part? The beginning. <laughs> Can you replicate it for us? Something like that. Am I close? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. yeah, it's great, dude. It's great. It's a great reenactment. And then it goes. <laughs> that part I, I was okay with, and then it kind of went off key from there. Do you guys remember that part in Mario sixty four where I said "Welcome to the end"? Is this it? Yeah, we're here. We completed the map out. I know. The, the, the map's been done for a minute. We're just, we're just kind of existing. People are going to say, how does a map out for Kirby Superstar go for an hour and 20 minutes? <laughs> it doesn't. We were originally shooting for three hours. <laughs> you keep we recording a nice, this. concise episode at one hour and two minutes, but no. We just had to keep going and we talk about always, the DK64. We always have to the keep The columns going. theme. It never just ends. We, we can never just end the show. We, we, we always have to keep going. Okay, that was Kirby Superstar. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Don't forget to ring that subscriber bell and notify the, the YouTube about our presence. <laughs> call, uh, call YouTube to ask about button mappers. Yeah. Call 1-800-YouTube and please (laughs) (laughs) ask them. (laughs) And don't forget about our stretch goal. 100 subs equals a clue clue map out. Subscribe to our Patreon where (laughs) if you donate $1,000, we might play clue clue land. I'll play it for a thousand bucks. It's there. It's on the Switch. It's there, baby. I'll put it in. I'll I'll even buy the Arcade Archives version. I won't, but I'll play it. I'm trying to make. I'll, I'll set. I'll set the box art as my desktop background. 
And if you call today, call this number today, you get a special offer of uh, columns for free. Can we do an infomercial, guys? Sure. The but the the button. Wow, it's it's a it's a washcloth with like just our Wait, faces. Didn't we on do it. an infomercial basically with uh, what's this face? Reggie? No, that's not an infomercial. That's just Reggie. I mean, I mean it wasn't, but it. That's just Reggie. Basically, Reggie. It, it basically is. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Spencer. <laughs> 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 because here at Nintendo. <laughs> No, it's GameStop. Here at GameStop. <laughs> GameStop. We make our workers work in unhealthy conditions. <laughs> because we sell the games that matter. <laughs> like Madden 21. Madden 21. And Madden 20. <laughs> and Madden 19. And Madden 18. And Madden 17. And Madden 16. And Madden 15. <laughs> and Madden 14. And Madden 13. And Madden 12. <laughs> and Madden 11. And Madden 9. We skipped 10. Fuck that one. Madden 8. <laughs> and Madden 7. Who needs to imagine when you can Madden? Imagine all the Maddens sitting on crazy? the GameStop shelves. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm no John Lennon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, more of a columns guy. Reggie has a GameStop. Who knows? He could turn around GameStop's profits just like he turned around the Wii U. Yeah, now it's the most successful console ever. Being homebrewed and hacked <laughs> across the world. <laughs> Literally ripped apart. <laughs> do, do, like, Reggie was like, they were like, okay, Reggie, look, we're going to put this new game out in America. It's called Z, uh, Chibi Robo Ziplash. It's really good. He he just approved it. He was like, "Okay, yeah, sounds great. I like it." He had a ziplash effect. <laughs> he approved Hey Pikmin. He approved uh, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. <laughs> it's great because he cares about the gamers. And the games. Here at GameStop, <laughs> we'll, we stop you from playing games. We'll buy your copy of Destiny for seventeen cents and then sell it for five dollars. Because we're about the gamers. Because we're about the gamers. Power to the gamers. <laughs> Power to the players. Power to Cheese Land. Power to this episode going on way too long. <laughs> Should we just cancel? We're canceled. Abort. We're canceled. Abort. Let's restart this map out. Let's do it okay. again. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to Kirby Superstar Map Out. Today I have with me Teddy and Spencer. Hi! I'm Teddy. And I'm Spencer. And today we're mapping out Kirby Superstar for the Super Nintendo, not the DS version. The Super Nintendo Not to be confused with Superstar Saga. That's so like starting Mario and Luigi game. Starting the game, we, we, we started at Spring Breeze. Can you just like fade out the the audio while I keep going? We we started at Spring Breeze. It really which loses is basic, effect when you tell me to do that. Which you well, I, you you know, 
It loses all of it when you just say to do that. Just, it would make so much more just, sense for me to just do it like naturally. Add, just, like, if you were just to keep doing this, and then afterwards say, could you fade it out while I do that whole explanation? Well, th- yeah, but it's 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 funnier if I bring it up while we're actually doing it, because mm. it loses all integrity. Um, so, so, Spring Breeze... <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> Spring Breeze. Spring Breeze is a remake of Dreamland. Dreamland was a game that came out for the Game Boy. The Game Boy was released prior to the Super Nintendo, or was it? Spencer, can you verify? It was. Okay, cool. <laughs> so put that out of the way. Something that Dream Spree's. What is it called? Dream Spree's? Dream Spree's oh. is my favorite candy. It's just. It's Spree's. <laughs> That's Spree's that I dream about. <laughs> Right, not to be confused with Spring Breeze, the first staging crew, <laughs> superstar. In Spring Breeze, you are offered the benefit of color, something not afforded to many players on the brick. Many people know the brick as the original Game Boy. Spencer. How do you refer to the original Game Boy, Alex? Spencer, can you verify? Yes. Yes. Okay, with that out of the way, <laughs> color is a vital thing that not everyone has the ability to see. <laughs> One of Kirby's copy abilities. <laughs> Spencer, can you verify? My grandpa can, can only see in black and white. He is unable to see color. He would not understand Kirby. I keep telling him he is pink. I asked my grandpa, what's the difference between Kirby's Dreamland and Spring Freeze? He said, it's shorter. Spencer, can you verify? Yes. Okay, with that out of the way, once, <laughs> once you beat Spring Breeze, you are afforded a nice cutscene of Kirby floating away with the castle. Then you can go into a gourmet race with Doo Doo Doo. This is Alex's favorite mode. Alex, tell us why. Spencer, can you verify? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, Alex has given us an accurate explanation of why gourmet race is the best reason to play Superstar today. Spencer, can you verify? Hang on. <laughs> yes. Okay, after that, then you might find a mode that's kind of like, you know, I don't know how you're feeling about it. It might be a little offended, but it's actually called Great Cave Offensive. Not to be confused with the Great Cave Defensive. The Great Cave Defensive allows you to play a game as Kirby where you deflect all incoming attacks. In Great Cave Offensive, you take it to the next level. You collect treasures from the Triforce to Samus's one-up beam and something like that. I don't know. You get points for it, and then at the end of the game, you're rewarded with the cutscene. Spencer? Can you verify? Yes. Okay, good. With that clarified, <laughs> the final mode in Can we just... Kirby Superstar is a crossover between Clue Clue Land and Columns. Clue Clue Land is a game that was released for the NES. That was originally a pack-in title. Columns came out on Sega Genesis. <laughs> the fact that they crossed over was beyond anyone's expectations because Nintendo and Sega were had a heated rivalry for most of the decade. Spencer? Verify. Yes. And with that being said, we got a map out. Can we just, Superstar. Can, can we do an entire map out where the only thing I'd say is Spencer? Can you verify? It's better that says yes. <laughs> that should be our April Fool's. But... Spencer, can you verify? <laughs> yeah. Join us for the 2021 April Fool's map out, guys. Thanks for joining. We're ridiculous. I love you. Oh, did we stop? Okay, bye everybody. Hey y'all, don't forget to subscribe to them button mappers.